Hey, friends, I hope you enjoyed a relaxing Thanksgiving with your family. And if not relaxing, at least hopefully fun and injury free. Hey, these days, if the kids are still alive by the end of the day, that is a win for you. So I know that the days between Thanksgiving and Christmas can often be some of the busiest days of the year, but I want to encourage you to slow down and be intentional with your kids this Christmas season, even in the midst of the chaos of raising boys. Welcome to Redeeming the Chaos. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. I'm an author, Bible teacher, biblical parenting coach, and mom to four boys. This is the podcast for moms who feel a bit frazzled and overwhelmed by the responsibility of raising boys. We know that only Christ can redeem the chaos in our homes and our hearts. So I would love for you to come along with me on this wild, wonderful, chaotic journey of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. A few years ago, I published a podcast episode called Christmas in the Chaos, and I'm going to just read the introduction from that episode for you guys today because I think it is still really relevant for us today. I don't know about your house, but my kids have been extra chaotic lately. It's so easy to get discouraged with all the fighting and bickering and whining and complaining. It's tempting to feel like I've failed to convey what Christmas is really all about. How many of you have actually threatened your kids with statements like, well, I don't know if you deserve any presents this year, or if you don't stop fighting with your brother, I'm going to take away all the presents. In a moment of craziness earlier this week, which was a couple years ago, I actually told my kids that we might just have to cancel Christmas if they couldn't get their act together. But then the Lord spoke to my heart and he reminded me of something. We don't give presents to our kids because they deserve them or because they've been extra good this year. We give gifts because we love our children and we want to bless them. So I sat down with my kids and I had a little chat and I said, you know, guys, daddy and I give you gifts at Christmas because we love you. You haven't earned presents with your good behavior and you can't lose presents for bad behavior. There's nothing you can do to make us love you any more, and there's nothing you can do to make us love you any less. That's just not how Christmas works. And the beauty of it all is that this is how God sees Christmas as well. He didn't send Jesus because we deserved it. He didn't send Jesus because we had earned it with all our good behavior. In fact, he gave us the greatest gift right in the middle of the chaos, right in the middle of our messy, sinful lives. He gave us Jesus because of his overflowing, overwhelming, unending love for us. There's nothing you can do to make God love you any more, and there's nothing you can do to make God love you any less. That is the true message of Christmas. So mamas, I want to remind you again that parenting is a long-term investment. Don't get discouraged when your kids are complaining yet again that there aren't enough presents under the tree or, you know, when they roll their eyes when you tell them it's time to read the Christmas story from the Bible. Don't give up. Each year, you are building on the foundation of the year before. Don't feel like you have failed or that your kids have totally missed the whole point of Christmas. Continue to be faithful to do the work that God has given you to do and continue to celebrate Christmas in the chaos. God is working. 
one hug, one story, one moment at a time. God is opening the hearts of your kids to know him and love him and embrace his greatest gift. So mamas, in today's episode, I am going to share with you some of my favorite resources that will help you be intentional about focusing on Jesus this Christmas season. As you are listening to this episode, I realize we may already be a few days into December and you may already have plans for a family Christmas devotional or Advent celebration. But if not, I would love to tell you about a few of my favorite books and resources. I am going to talk about five different resources for you today, and I will have links to each of the resources and books in the show notes to this episode. So the first book that I'd like to talk about is called Unwrapping the Names of Jesus, and this is by Asherita Chuchu. It's spelled C-I-U-C-I-U. And this book includes four weeks of Advent devotionals. There is a devotional for each Sunday of Advent, and there's like a little family Advent celebration where you light Advent candles. And then each week has five readings for the week leading up to Christmas. Each of these devotional readings focuses on one of the names of Jesus. So there are 20 names of Jesus, and then there are four celebration readings for the Sundays of Advent. Each day includes one of the names of Jesus, a scripture passage, a short devotional reading, a challenge, and a prayer. I am excited to go through this devotional with my family this year. We are going to read it together as a family, and I am actually created something to go along with the daily readings for this devotional. And they are cards, printable cards with the names of Jesus that correspond with each of the daily readings from this book, Unwrapping the Names of Jesus. So if you would like to get a copy of those cards to print out for your family, you can go to the show notes for this episode. So just go to lauriechristine.com forward slash 59, and you can find the show notes for this episode. So the cards correspond with each of the daily readings, and one of them has, it has a name of Jesus on the back, and then on the front, it has the number. So I have hung these cards up in our living room, so numbers 1 through 25 for the each day of December, and then each day we flip over one of the cards, we read the name of Jesus, it has a scripture verse on it, and then we read the daily devotional that goes along in the, the book, Unwrapping the Names of Jesus. So feel free to go ahead and get your own copy of those printable cards. Asherita also wrote a book for children called Unwrapping the Names of Jesus for Kids. And this is um, a collection of illustrated stories through the eyes of a young girl. And this would be great for younger kids if you have uh, preschoolers or younger elementary kids. There are only nine names of Jesus included in this book, so it's not really like an Advent devotional, but it might be a great resource to accompany um, the other book that you guys are reading. I'm going to give you an age recommendation for each of these books that I'm talking about. So for this one, it's actually written for adults, but I do plan to read it together as a family, and there are some family activities included in the book. The next resource I would like to tell you about is a series of four Advent storybooks by the author Arnold Itreide, and it's spelled Y-T-R-E-E-I-D-E. It's pronounced Itreide. And he wrote four storybooks for Advent, um, and they're all for children. So the four books are called Jotham's Journey, Bartholomew's Passage, Tabitha's Travels, and Ishtar's 
Odyssey. These books are really fun. My kids have been enjoying them. And they are basically a fictional account of the birth of Jesus. And each book is from the perspective of a 10-year-old child. So Jotham is a shepherd boy. Ishtar is the son of a magi. Bartholomew is the son of a fisherman. And then Tabitha was a young shepherdess. I would recommend reading one book each year. So they don't recommend like getting all four books or reading all four books in the same year because it's a countdown to Christmas. So there are 25 daily stories in the book. You'll read the story and then you there's like a short devotional at the end of each story. And these are really fun because at some point in each book, the main character of the story meets each of the other characters in the other books. So, you know, if you're reading Jotham's story, Jotham's journey, at some point he runs into Bartholomew and he meets Ishtar and things like that. And then you get to Ishtar's story and then you re- and then he at some point meets Jotham and it kind of, you can kind of see the story from different perspectives. So it's really fun. So you read a chapter each day beginning with the first Sunday of Advent and each chapter includes Uh, the next part of the adventure, and then a short devotional reading at the end. Last year, my boys and I read Ishtar's Odyssey, and they really loved it. The story was full of adventure, and it definitely held my boys' attention. This year, we have started reading Jotham's Journey, and I have the other two books as well that I hope to read in upcoming years. I'm just going to read a short blurb from the author's website, from Arnold Itchriide's website. Sorry, I have a hard time pronouncing that name. I have to double check every time. Arnold Itchriide. And so this is what he says about, about the book. So Jotham's journey is a 10-year-old shepherd boy gets mad at his father and runs away from home. Getting back, again, can be deadly. But along the way, he learns the story of the Messiah and ends up in Bethlehem. And then Bartholomew's passage Um, Separated from his family when Roman soldiers ransacked the town, Bartholomew soon finds himself sold into slavery. Here he must reconcile his belief in Jehovah with the cruelty of men. Tabitha's Travels says, Always one for adventures beyond what a girl is supposed to enjoy, Tabitha goes with her father to rescue a boy named Jotham. She finds herself lost and alone when Romans arrest her father. And then Ishtar's Odyssey says, perfectly happy with the pampered and spoiled life he lives as a prince of Persia, Ishtar doesn't realize all that will change when he sees a strange star. Suddenly, he's on a rough and smelly caravan led by his father, the chief magi of the Sheik. I would recommend these books for ages 6 to 12, but I think that that's flexible. I think younger kids could enjoy it as well. The author recommends reading the books in the order that I mentioned. So Jotham's Journey would be first, then Bartholomew's Passage, Tabitha's Travels, and Ishtar's Odyssey. But he does say that they are standalone stories and you don't have to read them in order. In fact, we did not. We started with Ishtar's Odyssey and then now we're going back to to read some of the other books. All right, the third recommendation I have for you is called The Action Bible Christmas. And this is published by David C. Cook. I don't know about you guys, but I love every book in the Action Bible series. So I was so excited to see that they had recently published a Christmas book. So in this book, there are 25 stories about Jesus' arrival, each from the first-person perspective of a character in the Christmas narrative. 
So in addition to the traditional characters like Mary, Joseph, Shepherds, and Wise Men, many of the characters are much more obscure, like the town of Bethlehem, Jesus' blanket, the manger, the donkey, and even the star of Bethlehem. So I haven't read this book yet with my kids, but from what I have read so far, it looks really great. And I think that your kids will love it. It's definitely for younger kids, but I think that my older kids might enjoy listening as well. So there's a one page story for each day leading up to Christmas, 25 stories in all, plus a full page illustration in the typical style of the Action Bible, which is illustrated by Sergio Cariello. If you are not familiar with the Action Bible publications, you definitely need to check them out because the illustrations are just phenomenal. They resemble graphic novels or comic book artwork, so it definitely appeals to young kids and to boys especially. And then after the short story, there are a few questions to help your child think a little bit more deeply about the story. The age range for this book is probably four to eight years old, but I think that my 10 and 12 year old might enjoy it as well. The next resource I would like to recommend to you is called Remarkable Advent, and this is by Shauna Lettler. We actually interviewed Shauna a few years ago on the podcast, and we talked a little bit about her book. So I would like to recommend that to you guys today. And the subtitle is God's Extraordinary Plan Through Ordinary People. This book is part fictional story and part Advent devotional. So similar to the stories about Jotham and and Bartholomew and those stories, there's a like a fictional retelling of a story and then a short devotional that comes after it. But I will say these stories are much more biblical as far as following the actual characters and events of the Bible, whereas the stories with Jotham and Bartholomew and Tabitha, those are definitely purely fiction, save from the parts that where they interact with um, some of the events leading up to Jesus' birth. So in Shauna's book, there are 25 chapters, one for each day leading up to Christmas. And I'm just going to read the little blurb from the back cover here so you can get an idea of what to expect from this book. It says, rediscover the wonder of the first Christmas in this Advent devotional. Do you want to experience the Christmas story in a new way? What if we peered through history's frosted window and felt astonished by Jesus' birth once again? In Remarkable Advent, Shauna Lettler drapes the fabric of imagination over the framework of Scripture, bringing the Christmas story to life through 25 devotional readings. To retrace the story of Jesus' birth, each devotional includes a daily plan for Advent Scripture reading, captivating storytelling that will engage the whole family, relevant reflections that connect Jesus' birth to your extraordinary place in His family, guided prayer to help you focus on the wonder of Christ. With breathtaking imagery and a fresh take on scripture, this Christmas devotional will prepare your heart to celebrate God's greatest gift. So this book is written with adults in mind, but you can definitely read the story together as a family, especially if you have kids, I would say ages seven, eight, and older. This is definitely something that they could that they could comprehend. I love the way that Shauna makes the scriptures come alive in her storytelling by taking us into the hearts and minds of the biblical characters. Through the eyes of Zechariah, Elizabeth, Mary, and Joseph, you will experience firsthand the events leading up to the birth of Christ. 
And as I said, I interviewed Shauna a few years ago on my podcast, and we discussed ways to keep Christ at the center of Christmas. So I will include a link to that episode in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to that. All right, number five, my last recommendation for you this Christmas is called Unwrapping the Greatest Gift. And this is by Anne Voskamp, and it's a children's Christmas devotional. So if you like Anne Voskamp, you will love this Advent storybook for kids. This book follows the tradition of a Jesse tree, which I will explain in just a minute what a Jesse tree is if you have not heard of that before. And what I love about this is seeing the promise of the Messiah traced through the Bible beginning all the way back in Genesis. Now, I will say in typical and Voskamp style, the wording is a bit flowery. And when my kids were a little younger, it was a little bit more difficult for them to follow along. So I would definitely recommend this for elementary age kids, upper elementary kids. But when my kids were younger, we did go through this book. Um, We would sometimes just read the Bible passage for the day and then look at the pictures. And then I would sometimes summarize the devotional for my kids. And if for nothing else, the illustrations in this book are just lovely. And I am a bit of a sucker for beautifully illustrated books. So your your kids will definitely love looking at the pictures in this book. Um, Another addition that Ann Voskamp has added to her website are printable full color ornaments that you can download and then print out at home. And these correspond with each of the daily readings in the book. So you can read the the devotional, you can read the story, and then you can hang up the ornament on a tree or on a ribbon or something like that. The three-inch round ones actually fit perfectly on a wide mouth mason jar lid. So a few years ago, I had printed the ornaments and glued them to mason jar lids, and then I hung them up in our living room. So in this book, each daily reading includes a scripture passage, a Bible story, a few short discussion questions, and suggestions for practical family activities to help you connect the story with real life. So I just want to explain a little bit about the Jesse tree if you are not familiar with this concept. It comes from the Bible passage found in Isaiah 11.1, which says, There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. So Jesse was the father of King David, and Jesus was a descendant of King David. So in Isaiah, in the passage in Isaiah, verse 2 continues to describe this branch and says, The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. So this branch in the passage is referring to Jesus, who would come from the family of Jesse. So a Jesse tree basically is a fun visual way of preparing our hearts for the celebration of Christ's birth. Each day leading up to Christmas focuses on one of the people in Jesus' family tree, beginning back in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, and then tracing God's plan of redemption through Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then all the way up to Jesus' birth. But Anne Voskamp has followed that tradition of the Jesse tree in this book, and then you can print the ornaments um, yourself from her website. I'll have a link to that in the show notes where you can find the ornaments and also a link to the book itself. So you may wonder, why start way back in Genesis? You know, why do we begin back with Adam and Eve? Isn't this supposed to be a Christmas devotional? Well, 
In order to understand the reason Jesus came to earth in the first place, we need to start back in Genesis with the very first sin of Adam and Eve. Because if it weren't for that sin, if it weren't for the fact that our relationship with God has been broken from the very beginning, then we wouldn't need a Savior and God would not have needed to send Jesus in the first place. So when we understand that God's people waited and hoped for the Messiah to come for thousands of years, it really makes the birth of Jesus good news. Okay, I have given you a lot of resources to choose from today, and you certainly don't need to do them all. I would recommend choosing maybe one or two Advent traditions that you would like to implement this year with your kids. I mentioned earlier that one of the things that we are going to do as a family this year is to work through Asherita Chuchu's devotional book called Unwrapping the Names of Jesus, along with the printable cards that I created to go along with it. And just as a reminder, you can find a link to download those cards for free on my website. Just go to lariechristine.com forward slash 59. Another fun tradition we have in my family is to wrap up 25 children's Christmas books for the kids to unwrap one each day leading up to Christmas. Unfortunately, I think my kids are starting to outgrow this tradition. Last year, they all fought over who was going to open the book, but then nobody wanted to actually sit down and read the book with me. So this year I asked them, like, guys, do you want me to do this? Is this, you know, are you getting too old for this? And they're like, no, no, we want to do it. Yes, wrap up the books. So we're doing it and we'll see how it goes. We'll see if they actually want to sit down and, and read the books with me. If you would like some suggestions for some of my favorite Christmas books for younger kids, so this would be like toddlers and early elementary, I have a list of recommendations on my website as well. I'll have a link for you in the show notes at lauriechristine.com forward slash 59, or you can go to lauriechristine.com slash children's dash Christmas dash books, and I have a list for you there. Well, I hope you join me again in my next episode where we are going to continue a discussion about contentment. In our last episode, the previous episode, we talked about contentment around Thanksgiving and Christmas time, and we are going to continue that conversation. This time of year, it is hard for kids to be content with what they have. They're always wanting something bigger, something better. So I would love for you to join me in my interview with Dr. Scott Taransky. He is the founder of the National Center for Biblical Parenting. And in this episode, we talk about how to teach your kids to take no for an answer. So you will not want to miss out on that episode. Just a quick reminder, if you have finished reading my newest book, Rise of the Enemy, which is the first book in my Dragon Slayer Bible stories, I would love to get your feedback. Just go to dragonslayerbible.com and click on the link to the survey at the top of the page. If you haven't yet read the book or if you haven't downloaded the book yet, you can get a free copy at dragonslayerbible.com. Thanks again for joining me for this episode of Redeeming the Chaos. You can find the show notes to this episode at lauriechristine.com forward slash 59, where you will find links to all of the resources mentioned in our show today.